I'm Jim Collison, live from the Gallup campus here in Omaha, Nebraska. This is Gallup's Call to Coach, a special Clifton Strength Summit 2016 edition, recorded on December 5th, 2016. This special edition of Call the Coach was designed to highlight some of the more popular sessions that were given during the Clifton Strength Summit in 2016. We'll be interviewing some session leaders and the best material of their sessions. Today's guests are Joe and Judy Bertado. They, uh, after making a New Year's resolution in 2012, Judy and Joe followed through on their commitment to pursue a professional development opportunity together. Based on their backgrounds, they chose to work in, on the Gallup uh, as a as Gallup certified. Coaches and became the first married couple, and I didn't know that, by the way, in the <laughs> world to be Gallup certified strengths coaches. Joe was originally certified as a strengths coach in 2006 with the Gallup client organization and has been working in the field of organizational culture over the last 30 years. Joe has published a number of articles on strengths, leadership, and culture that have appeared in a variety of publications. Joe and Judy, thanks for coming on Call the Coach and welcome. Glad to have you here today. Thanks, Jim. Hey, thanks, Jim. Pleasure to be here. Oh, good to have you. Your session at the Clifton Strength Summit was really on powerful partnerships. Mm-hmm. And, and that comes in the form of actually not only partnering together in business, but partnering together as a husband and wife, which can have all its own challenges. We're going to dig into that here in a second. But Judy, I want to ask you first, let's dig in and get to know you guys a little bit. Judy, can you uh, give me your top five? So my top five are adaptability, ideation, individualization, strategic, empathy, and I have to throw a maximizer in there. <laughs> it's always good. You can the top six. <laughs> and Joe, what about you? My top five are focus, learner, achiever, positivity, and maximizer. So pretty different, right? Pretty, a pretty different top five. As, yeah. as you guys have been working together, it, does that, do you find that works in your favor or does that work against you or maybe a little <laughs> bit above? And Joe, let me throw that to you. Yeah, so... Well, just quick background. So in 2006, when uh, I was first getting certified with the Gallup Klein organization, Judy took the assessment as part of my certification. And uh, when I read her results, I was thinking to myself, wow, is this really how you think and see the world? (laughs) And so, you know, before we took the assessment, we would have these, you know, typical kind of rubs as a married couple, just in general life. And uh, one of the things we noticed when we took the assessment was kind of how different we were, but it also gave us a language to think about those differences, appreciate them, and then over time, learn how to leverage them. Judy, let's hear that same statement from you. (laughs) (laughs) you agree with that? How'd that work for you when you first found out? Well, I think, you know, with any uh, partnership or marriage, you know, resentment can build if you don't understand the other person or where they're coming from. And um, one uh, kind of particularly funny thing about strength knowledge for us was Joe had always told me kind of how lucky I was because he was so easygoing. (laughs) So when we got, I'm still buying that, by the way. (laughs) So when we uh, did get our results, it turned out that I had adaptability number one and Mm -hmm. he had adaptability number 28. And I had always thought, well, I was always going along with him and doing what he wanted to do. So that was, um, that was a pretty big benefit of knowing our strengths. <laughs> yeah, we, we find my wife and I, she's really opposite to what I have, you know, Ranger, Ranger Woo communication, all, mm. all, all out there out front, maximizer, always 
going for stuff better. She has the, you know, she has the adaptability to the empathy, the harmony, right? Some mm-hmm. of those pieces. Did you find before we dig into, excuse me, before we dig into the business, did you find just relationally that that was helpful to have those? Mm-hmm. Was that just like, like love at first sight when these strengths came in or had you had to really work, <laughs> have you really had to work through them? I'd say both. I mean, the one thing I will say with having adapt, uh, having a empathy in my dominant with Joe's positivity, um, with empathy, I take on a lot of other people's feelings and sometimes I can be really heavy. So his positivity is very freeing for me because I don't take on any negativity from him. So it's either positive or a neutral, which is really very helpful for me. And I think that I've known all along. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the others, I think knowing the information from strength finders, we've built on that. Yeah. How, what would you say uh, to coaches where they, their spouse hasn't taken, I mean, they're all in on this. I'm sure mm-hmm. some of the listeners, right. As a coach, they're all in, but their spouse has not decided to participate. Uh, and do you have any advice for them on that? As far as it should, should we force them to take it or is it, you know, <laughs> what kind of advice yeah. would you give? I mean, we'd highly advise it. You know, as we talk about it and think about our relationship, StrengthsFinder was by far the most prosperous thing we ever did for our marriage because it it helped us understand each other at a much deeper level than anything else we'd ever done or thought about. And again, it gave us kind of a vocabulary to, to think about each other and to start appreciating each other. Because, you know, sometimes those differences cause conflict and this really helped us more appreciate each other much more frequently. So it's, it's one thing to know this in marriage. Uh, marriage is hard mm-hmm. enough all by mm-hmm. itself. Uh, we get top five in that. You guys decided uh, to go into business uh, together and do this. Can you give me some background on that story a little bit just to bring the listeners up to speed? Mm-hmm. So we've, been, uh, we've actually worked together three times over our career. And um, each time we kind of get better at it. And this time we've chosen to, to kind of come together and really work with just the two of us. Other times we were in large organizations. And so now as we come together, we think about, you know, uh, kind of how do we be the master of our domains, right? So how do we each look at the gifts that the other brings and try to leverage those? And so for instance, Judy has uh, strategic and ideation and she can come up with ideas at the drop of a hat and, and plenty of them. Um, and, you know, I've never really had an original thought in my life, but I do have focus and an achiever and I'm really kind of good at getting stuff done. So when we put those two things together, you know, prior to strength finder would be more of a, geez, you know, she'd look at me and say, don't you really have any imagination for things? And I'd be like rolling my eyes saying, can we stop talking about this and do something? <laughs> And now it's much more about, well, let's talk through your ideas and figure out how we can pick the best one. And then I can kind of go through and execute on that. So when we look at it like that, it, it makes it a uh, kind of very powerful in the way that we work. Yeah. Judy, you want to add anything to that? Well, I was just saying, we, we actually take, um, we make use of the StrengthsFinder tools too in our own relationship. So like even something, something as simple as the best of us exercise for any given project or, you know, something that we're trying to work through a problem or a presentation, you know, we might take that tool and say, okay, you know, how do you get the best of my ideation or, you know, what happens when you shut my ideation down? So it might be each strength that we use that tool for or a project or our whole being. And so we found too, that sometimes if you take the personal, 
relationship out of it and make it more of a, like a business or using the actual tool um, that we get a lot, a lot of clarity and a lot of focus that way. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a good idea. Do you, do you guys try to intentionally separate business from home or is that kind of all blended together? And is it, how, how does that work for you? Yeah, I think it's kind of all blended together. And, you know, we kind of go by the uh, axiom that's in the power of two. If you want a great partnership, be a great partner, right? So thinking about how you work together, thinking about how you are unselfish in your approach, you know, forgiving in your approach, recognizing the needs the other person has, and really being intentional and in trying to meet those really goes a long way because we both kind of recognize when we try to help each other get our needs met, it just brings us closer together. So that has great benefit as we work together and live together. So you mentioned, uh, so as we think about some, uh, you know, maybe what you covered during that session uh, that you mentioned already actually using the tools as Mm -hmm. in your marriage, right? Mm -hmm. Which I, I think sometimes we get so focused on this in the business setting, we forget that these are equally good marriage tools, right? From that standpoint of having those discussions. What else, what other kind of advice would you give for, for partners in, in this case that, that are going to be working together? What other kind of advice or what else came up in that session? Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that we talked about was being real intentional about helping the other person get his or her needs met. Right. So we actually kind of do this thing where we have each other's needs on a three by five card. And especially when we first started to get into strengths, really kind of keeping those in mind and being intentional about our approach. So, you know, it can be simple things like with my focus and achiever, I, I like to get up early and get a start on the day. And, you know, we get up early every day for work. We get up early Sunday for church. If I had my druthers, I would get up early on Saturday as well. Um, but I also know that Judy has adaptability and kind of likes to wake up when she wakes up. And so for me, it's a simple thing like not setting the alarm on Saturday, but just kind of waking up when we wake up, right? Which is a useful thing and a good feel for her and, you know, helps our relationship, obviously. Yeah. So Judy, that works for you. What's the flip side of that for you, for for Joe? Okay. So we do have like all of our strengths, right? So um, uh, Joe has positivity. Right. And I had mentioned earlier, I have empathy. So with empathy, I do have that need to vent because I feel like I have to like kind of scrape off all the bad energy that I get from others. And, but when I would vent to Joe every day about my day, he would take it as negativity and it would be really draining for him. So then I realized that I don't vent to Joe. Right. Mm -hmm. So I, I kind of, you know, protect him from that. And then also, um, with his achiever, he likes to tell me everything that he did today. So before I would be like, I don't want to hear what you went to the dry cleaner. And, but then I realized that I say, Hey, what did you do today? Mm-hmm. And I get the list of every, and he gets excited by that. Yeah, so, right. So, and after all these years, I still get excited by that question. <laughs> Isn't that funny? But that's yeah. that, that's the achiever in you, right? It's Absolutely. just, I got a list of things and right. it's a great day when I, I can check all these things off. And, Absolutely. and it, you know, it's, it's interesting. How did you, can you walk me through a little bit when you think about uh, Joe, when you think about getting a couple started on something like this, is it just as simple as, get a three by a five card and say, what do you need? How does that exercise start? Yeah. Can so you see that? <laughs> yeah, we actually, yes. we actually use the uh, theme insight cards, right? And we kind of, I would suggest that people really think about the needs on those cards, but have a discussion with your partner to say, 
are these really your needs, right? So clarify those and then just be very intentional about trying to meet those needs. And it doesn't have to be big things. I mean, these little examples that we're giving you work wonders for us. I mean, another thing, Judy has intellection in her top 10 and, and really cherishes her alone time. And so one of the things that, that we do on Sundays, I kind of take my mom, who's 82 years out, out on errands after we go to church and breakfast. And I extend that time to be with my mom, but also gives Judy more alone time so that she can really kind of think about things and, and just really enjoy the time she has alone with her own thoughts and ideas. So simple little things like that make a difference. Kind of what we found is it's the difference between the knowing and doing gap, right? So people know they should do this, but if you really ask people, have you done it? That answer is typically no. No, that's I, a, Oh, go ahead, Judy, go. Oh, I was just going to say the other thing about this, though, to get started is to do it for yourself. Because Joe actually did it for me before I did it for myself. And I don't know that I knew all the needs that I had, you know, with my strengths. I thought I did, but I, until I put them down on paper and then translate it to what it meant to me. And then how do I feed my own needs? You know, because my adaptability, as Joe said, is I don't like to have a lot of commitments necessarily. And sometimes that comes out in waking up with the sun versus waking up with an alarm clock. Um, but until I did that exercise, I did my own three by five card, like what are my strengths? What are my strengths needs using the th theme insight cards? But then how do I translate that to feed my own needs? And after I did the exercise for myself, then we could do it with each other. So, do, do you find that's an exercise that you keep revisiting? In other words, do it, come back to it every so often. And I imagine based mm -hmm. on your themes, you might maybe some more frequent than others, but give us an idea of how that goes, or, or Judy, maybe how often do you come back to that? And how often do you look at it? Well, okay, so I'll give you an example of uh, coming back to it. So it may even be project oriented. So if we do a presentation together, or we're working with a corporation, and we know we're going to do a session with a team, um, we might say, okay, what are the elements of the session? What part do you want to take? What's going to give you the most energy, the most fun? So Joe has woo and uh, learner, right? So he wants to create, you know, a dynamic, energetic, you know, learning experience for the crowd. I have, um, you know, ideation and input and individualization. So I love to like jigger the presentation and make up new tools and customize everything. So, you know, we'll revisit it on a project by project basis. I wouldn't say we do it with any consistency because we both have consistency very low. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's good. And Even as a couple, right? There's there's blind spots for you as a couple, right? right? There's right. areas you really succeed. And I'm sure, do you also find that there's similarities in your personalities by doing this exercise? Like, hey, we're, we're exactly the same on this. Mm -hmm. Do you discover those as well? Yeah, from a strength standpoint, <clears throat> excuse me, the two we have together, which we really lean on are individualization and maximizer. You know, and so... We're naturally drawn to the whole strengths idea. We're, we kind of naturally see the differences. We try to treat each other as special because, you know, a little bit of individualization is that you want to be special, right? So we try to treat each other that way. So, um, so we're always kind of thinking about how do we see these things in ourselves and talk about them a little bit. So it's not always about the differences, but it is about some of hey, these are things that we have in common, which really comes into play as we work with clients. 
Yeah. So for two to have the same for this business, they're two really good. Yeah. Yeah. And any, any of those could be good, right? As, right, as you right. think yeah. about the themes together. Mm-hmm. But I think what I'm hearing is this exercise also allows you to figure out, okay, here's our gaps. Here's where we're short. Mm-hmm. Here's some areas where we may cross each other, where we, right. each one of us are better than the other at it or, or get gain more energy at it. And then there's these areas where that we're the same. And, yeah. and I think that exercise of walking through it has, has been really beneficial. Is there anything in that exercise that you know now that you wish you'd known maybe in your first two businesses that has really benefited you this time uh, just mm-hmm. because of experience? Probably to be very, very intentional about doing all of this. I think the thing that we learned is it's like anything else. You have to put, if you want a great result, you have to put in great effort. And so the more effort you put in and the more intentional you are, the more successful you'll be. And that's kind of, I think, what we see. The other thing is just burning the boats, right? It's a commitment going forward. This is how we're going to live our lives, live together, work together. And we don't deviate much from that. You know, it's kind of this all in. This is what we believe can make a difference for people in our lives, people in the world and ourselves. Mm. That's powerful. Yeah. Go ahead. And I, I'm sorry. And I would say for me would be just not assuming, you know, so I may have assumed that this is how he wanted to do things or what was important to him or might have um, kind of taken the best away from him. But it's not until you have that conversation that you know for sure what's important. During this, during the, the, uh, the summit uh, breakout, itself. Did you get any questions that were interesting to you? You know, sometimes you get ready for these presentations, you're all ready to go, and then somebody mm-hmm. throws a zinger out there. Any interesting insight from, from the crowd that you got while, uh, during the session? I think one thing, <clears throat> so uh, we also did the session with Helio and Marissa Gudio, um, great people and good friends of ours. And, and one of the things that they talked about was the idea of love, um, respect and gratitude. And one of the questions is, well, how do you apply this in a, in a non-marriage partnership? Well, certainly respect and gratitude will play in. And then the idea of love, but you know, when you think of love, I mean, obviously it's the passionate part of love and the romantic part, but there's also the brotherly love piece, right? So it's, how do you be kind to people? You know, how do you look at people and be accepting of them and try to understand their position and what's important to them? and treat them as very important. You know, so that was one thing that was a little bit uh, different in the, in the questioning that we ran into during the session. I was just going to say, Jim, another was um, when you're partnering with your spouse, how do you uh, not be as competitive, right? You had mentioned earlier, like Mm. Joe might be better at, you know, he's learner high, so he's the expert on everything. And how do I compete with that? And so we did talk about that a little bit, and we've talked about that as a couple, and and the pride is in the collaboration, right? So he can be the best, he can be the expert on the material, and I can be on the the expert on the resources, you know, so it's that collaboration. So not necessarily competing with each other, but competing together to be the best Mm -hmm. that we can be. Do you talk about that often in in the relationship? In other words, the end results, the achieving, the winning aspect of it, is that something that comes up in your conversations? Yeah, I think so. Um, well, and winning means different things for yeah. each of us. Now, right? <laughs> Tease that out a little bit. I want to hear that. Joe, what's winning for you? And Judy, what's winning for you? Well, you know, I do have learner and I put a lot of value in kind of expertise and I, I work hard to try to deliver on that. Um, 
So I do have to always watch. I don't come across, especially as Judy and I are working together as like the know-it-all, my ideas are the best kind of ideas, even though they're not original thoughts, but kind of my approach might be the best idea. So that can get really problematic if, if I don't turn that to, well, what's the, what's the end result going to look like and be the best end result? And see, for me, you know, the journey is the win. I love the journey. So I love crafting and figuring out new ways to do things. And um, so that, to me, it's more about the journey. When I figured out the end, I kind of lose interest. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where Joe comes in handy because yeah. he's good right. at, you know, keeping me on task. So if the journey for us as a couple and for me and my client or for us and our client, client is very uh, collaborative and, you know, we all work together and I make sure I bring in their point of view, then that's success for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I would imagine, Joe, you're great at getting it going. Judy, you're all about the gooey stuff in between. <laughs> yeah. Joe, right. You're good at wrapping it up, right? Yeah, that, from, that's from, exactly right. From that perspective. Mm-hmm. Only, I only know that because I think my wife and I are similar in that mm-hmm. regard. And she really deeply cares for people. And it's not that I don't. It's just she thinks about that a lot more. Judy, mm-hmm. I bet you spend a lot of time thinking about what's best for people in this mm-hmm. and how they're mm-hmm. feeling about that. Do you find in the middle of that that's true? It's definitely oh, true. Absolutely. Definitely true. And I, I, when I'm talking to a client, I really do take into consideration like their goals, their feelings, their fears when we're trying to craft out our presentations. Yeah. Joe, do you feel like you've learned how to take advantage of that from a partnering <laughs> standpoint? Because you're not very good at it. it no, it, I'm not actually. Yeah. Right. And, and I'm not. And so, you know, again, kind of if I go back before strengths, probably it was more of a hindrance in my mind than a help. But now as we partner together and we obviously know a lot about strengths, it's, it's so much more of a benefit because Judy will pick up all these little details and nuances in the way she thinks people will handle things that I would never consider. Um, And so it gives us a much, much crisper and um, more powerful presentation. There's a real element to it of, of the audience, you know? And so when that's involved, that, you know, that kind of makes a big difference people on the receiving end when it's a lot about them. So, so yeah, it works wonders. Yeah. Well, it's Julie, Judy, we have to rely on people like you to, mm-hmm. to kind of get that feel for what's going on. Cause we're just, you know, we're just moving forward. And do you find at times that you have to kind of step in and advocate for, for people uh, as well to say, Hey, we need to slow down a little bit and take advantage of this. Or how, how do you see your, your, your part in there? Well, actually, sometimes during our sessions, and you know, with strengths workshops, you'll have exercises. So there's some break in the action. And that I would, I would say pretty much every break in the action, we kind of group, regroup a little bit. And if I notice something, you know, we'll talk it through. And Joe is very good on his feet. So he can, you know, he can shift and or address something that maybe he didn't realize might have created a little bit of a stir in another part of the room. So it's a, it's a good partnership mm-hmm. that way. And he's really incredible in front of an audience. So. Yeah, no, that's, that's great to see that and to realize mm-hmm. that the mm-hmm. dynamic there, you, you're even adapting every hour or every half mm-hmm. hour or whatever, right? Cause Judy, right. you can, you can sense that very, very mm-hmm. quickly and then pass that feedback on Joe, you're okay with the feedback. Yeah. You're, then you're like, okay, how do I, how can I adapt or how can I change to, to make this work in a very strategic and yet get it done right? Mm-hmm. Get off the, okay, this is the way we feel. Let's, let's handle these thoughts. It's, mm-hmm. it's an incredible power, uh, powerful partnership when you think of it that way. Um, as we, we're coming close to the end of our time here, any other thoughts when we think about feedback or, 
what else you covered in the session that you want to pass on to people? Maybe one is, you know, just people having the, especially in a partnership and a marriage, having the willingness to listen to the feedback, because that can be hard depending on how you're wired. And, you know, I have uh, learner positivity and maximizer. So critical feedback can be a hard thing for me to swallow. Uh, but Judy is really good at providing insights that I wouldn't see and think about. So while initially I might kind of take a step back when I hear the feedback, as I think about it and process it, I know it's the right thing to do and immediately start to make some adjustments. Um, so I think being open and receptive to that feedback is kind of critically important. Judy, is that true? <laughs> <laughs> Most of the time. <laughs> well, I'm not perfect, you know. <laughs> but, but I, so say it from the other way around, Judy. For you, how, how do you how do you how do you live in that environment? Um, I think for me, it. I mean, I. I feel like once we've known our strengths and really worked on them, it's all positive because we can take the best of it. And then when mm -hmm. things are, well, we run into bumps in the road, we kind of, we talk it through and we, you know, rely on each other, whoever is the more powerful in that particular area or, uh, and with my adaptability too, I think sometimes, unless it's really important to me, I'm okay, you know, going along with things, but, you know, Joe's very supportive and he's very positive. And I think the key things for me is, you know, do you know your partner's strengths? Do you know what their strengths needs are? you know, are you allowing them to contribute? And, you know, that makes all the difference in the world. Yeah, I know. It sounds like it. It sounds like you've discovered a lot of those. If you think about the, the what you are missing, if you were going to add, if you needed to add another partner to this to shore up, who who would you add or what kind of skills maybe you already have? What kind of well, skills do you need or what kind of- Consistency, discipline. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we're both we're both light on consistency and discipline. So uh, restorative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're we're light on those. Yeah. But but we do make good use of like systems and apps and you know things like that. So mm -hmm. we know that we have to put our keys in the same place every day. Yeah, <laughs> light on restorative, but you both have maximizer, right? Is right, that, right. Is what you said, right. and so maximizer can act that way sometimes when it needs well, to, as far as attacking those problems and fixing them. Yeah. Well, neither one of us really like problems, but. <laughs> Uh, but Judy's got deliberative, so she's yeah. good at heading them off. Yes. So we usually yeah. don't run into. I a try lot to of get those. in front of them. Yeah, that's good. Have you have you partnered with anybody else outside in in your business in 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 the work that you're doing? Um, well, I have a good uh, friend that I used to work with who is strong in consistency and discipline. So when I get a little bit uh, overwhelmed with information, she loves you know putting order to information. So she's been a great partner. Mm -hmm. And have you done any kind of mentoring or not you, you being mentored where you have another couple or uh, another group that you can vent to or, or get advice from? Have you joined a group like that? Well, I actually um, met uh, Kathy Houston, one of the coaches uh, at the summit, and we meet every other week and just kind of bounce things off of each other. And she's been a great resource. That's great. Joe, Thank anything you. for you? Have you, have you employed anything like that? Actually, I've not, although I'm starting because Murray Guest and I are uh, setting up some discussions here. Uh, actually, this Friday's our first one. Okay. So good. Yeah, so we're working together. Yeah. You know, there's this company that I know that says everybody needs a coach. So. <laughs> <laughs> good company. Uh, we good believe company. it and we love the company. <laughs> no, good. Anything, any other final thoughts uh, as, as we wrap this up? Any, any other thoughts on this? No, just thanks for all of the resources that you provide with Theme Thursday and Call to Coach and the Summit. We really take advantage of all of it. So Yeah. 
Well, it sounds like when you when you talked about the summit, it sounds like that was a really important time as you made some relationships there that kind of transcend. I think it's really important. Sometimes these relationships need to be when you're so close in business, it's sometimes nice to have relationships that are far outside that business that mm -hmm. think objectively, right? They're not mm -hmm. invested in it. You guys are both vested in what you're doing. Right. And so to get a hold of a few relationships outside of the of the of both the marriage and the business can be really beneficial. It's sometimes outside of the country in Murray's case, right? Right. Yeah. With you. Right. Uh, Murray's a great guy. And mm -hmm. and so it's sometimes it's really nice to get that uh and maybe even one of those things to think about if you're going to be in a partnership together, good to get some accountability groups or partners really outside of your business, maybe outside of the country, something just give you some objective um, insight into what you're doing. Well, I appreciate it. I learned too, like the, the benefit of this, you guys make me think about my own, uh, my own marriage from that standpoint, and whether it's in a partnership or not, you gave some great advice on man, starting with the theme insight cards. I think uh, I'm going to take those home and uh, sit down with a three by five card and just start right. that exercise. How many times do you think it took doing that exercise on that three by five card to get those cards really helpful? Judy, let me ask you that one first. When did they really start being useful? Certainly not from the very start. No. And actually, I don't know if I was really great in the beginning at translating what my needs were because the card might say one thing, but translating that into everyday life is different. So it, it was, there were definitely a few iterations. And, and honestly, it was on, the breakthrough was Joe giving me that free time with the um, intellection where it really clicked for me. And then after that, it became much more practical and, and useful. Joe, what about you? Yeah, same thing. I think it's, it's iterations. You try things. And as you continue to try, you see what works, what doesn't. You have discussions about it. And then you make adjustments. So I think it is the, the key is intentionality. Yeah. It's, you know, being intentional and putting energy to it. And maybe just getting started. Right? Yeah, doing, right. Doing <laughs> Good point. Activate. Yeah. First one step. Time and, get, right. and, and really iterate on that. Right. And, and I think it's, uh, it's just a really important step. And I think one, I think as, and, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think working together and being partners together is harder in some, in some cases than it would be if you weren't partners. Would, would you agree right. or disagree with that statement? Yeah, I think I'd agree with that. Yeah. 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 So I think you've got to intentionally, because it is, I think you intentionally have to do a lot more work to make yeah. it. Yeah. yeah and we got better. We got better over the years. For yeah, sure. yeah, for sure. Good. Well, third yeah. time's a charm. Well, That's right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just put it that way. Well, well, Judy and Joe, thank you for, for doing this in the series here. Very beneficial. And I think very, very practical when we think about working together and partnering together and you gave an exercise, which people can go right to, to get started on. If they wanted to contact you, are you guys open to discussing this? If people had oh, questions sure. around it, sure. what's the best way for them to contact you? Um, I think we sent our, com uh, you yeah, did, but me. sometimes yeah. people oh. don't look. So let's just put it yeah. in the video. What's the oh, okay? <laughs> <laughs> well, you can do Judy Furtado at strengthslady.com. Okay. And Joe, what about you? Is there, is there yep. a good, great way to contact you? Sure. How about uh, Jay Bertato at mycuservices.com? Awesome. And uh, trust me, in this business that I'm in, even though we print things all over the place, sometimes <laughs> yeah, people good point. just like to have them there as well. We'll remind everyone to take full advantage of all the resources we have available at the Galp Strength Center, just galpstrengthcenter.com. 
you, if you have questions around this or you could, you didn't want to write those down, we'll make it even easier for you. You can send me an email coaching at gallup.com and just let us know you needed the contact information and we'll send it to you. If you're interested in becoming a Gallup certified strengths coach, which both of them are, you can see a complete list of all the courses that are available that lead to certification. That's just at courses.gallup.com. If you have questions around that, you can send us an email certification at gallup.com. You can see the kind of the pattern here in our, <laughs> in our email addresses. Pretty easy to get a hold of us. If you'd like to join us for the 2017 summit, and you guys, hopefully, are you both queued up to? Registered. Uh, Already registered. Awesome mm -hmm. to come out and join us July 17th, 18th, and 19th here in Omaha, Nebraska. You're going to want to be a part of it. That registration site is up and running. You can visit CliftonStrengthSummit.com, and it's available right now if you want to get signed up to go. If you found this helpful, we'd ask that you please share it, and we'll thank everyone for joining us today. And we'll look forward to the next Call to Coach. And with that, we'll say goodbye, everybody. <laughs>